The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 565. Wolfie giving us the silent treatment there to start out the episode. Just a few pants of the breath is, is all he was doing for quite a while. That's right. Getting us delayed here on our journey. We have a we have a schedule to keep here. <laughs> we plan on doing this in only 1,700 episodes. You just delayed us a whole bunch there, Wolfie. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, welcome back to... That I, I just I just ended up with the same arrangement in my inventory. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode five sixty five, on a Tuesday, March first, twenty sixteen. Happy March, everybody! Happy March. We are continuing here in Minecraft Beta one point seven point three. Minecraft one point nine was just released. We won't be playing in that, because <laughs> uh, Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 is the last version of Minecraft to uh, have the bug, quote-unquote, of the, the far lands in them at 12.5 million blocks from spawn, so that's why we've stayed here. Also, it's it's nice. This is the nice place to live and walk through, so we're, we're still sticking with Beta 1.7.3. And uh, we're still raising money for Child's Play Charity at farlandsabus.com. Child's Play Charity helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, amongst other things. And we've been supporting them since June 2011. Right now we are up to $23,066.75 raised this season, season 6 of Farlands or Bust. Trying to raise 60 thousand dollars as our goal and then when we do raise that sixty thousand dollars is when we hold the flabathon live stream celebration at the end of which I press F3 finally to see how far we we've come and, and how far we have to go to those far lands and uh yeah that's that that's about a wrap up of that farlandsbus.com is where you can donate when you donate you can uh, ask a question. There's a comment box. You can leave a comment. Say, say, uh, say, say pleasantries, <laughs> exchange pleasantries, or, or whatever. Or you can ask a question that uh, I will answer in a future episode. Here, got quite a few as I as I asked for some because I was running out of questions. Uh, so now we have more things to talk about as we continue on. A couple things. That pesky Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX has yet to launch. Got really close yesterday. Got really close on Sunday. There was a wayward boat. <laughs> this isn't the first time. If you're a long-time launch viewer, launch chaser, uh, you do know that uh, more, more, uh, more frequently than you would like to admit that wayward boats end up spoiling launches. Essentially, there is there are multiple uh, boxes, I suppose, that are put out to the east eastern seas in the Pacific off of Florida, where boats are not allowed uh, for particular moments during and following a spacecraft launch. 
mostly due to falling debris, also safety in case anything bad were to happen. Uh, they try to keep all ships out of these kind of box, you know, invisible boxes drawn in the ocean. And uh, that's kind of the range, is what it's called. And if the range is clear, then you're clear to launch. But if, if something enters that range, then uh, you're not clear to launch. And uh, apparently there was a boat that uh, happened into that range and at like T-minus 140-something they had to hold, hold, hold and they held, held, held and surprisingly they tried to recycle then and they started over from T-10 minutes during the countdown they got that boat out of the way probably just some random small uh, you know, civilian ship or whatever, sailboat, whatever it was uh, potentially you know, a lot of boats go out there to try to view the launches. Well, they might end up getting in the way. There's a similar thing for the airspace over the launch as well, obviously, for safety and whatnot. Uh, but then they, they recycled and they started the countdown again, and then uh, it got all the way to T minus like 0.5 seconds. The engines lit up, but then the computers, the onboard computers, sent something wrong with the, the thrust in one or, or more of the uh, engines and shut her down right there on the pad. Very, very similar to what happened when I was in Florida for the first SpaceX NASA social, if you remember. Way, way back when I went to Florida to watch the first Dragon capsule that was to launch to the International Space Station and uh, went to T-minus zero, saw it light up over the horizon and then shut down and oh, much, much sadness was had. Very similar, and apparently they're saying uh, because of the hold and recycle back to 10 minutes because of that boat, uh, it, it caused problems uh, with uh, excess hydrogen. Essentially, the rocket was ready to go and then the hold and, and recycle of the countdown uh, caused some pressures not to be nominal and the computers were like, nope, this, this is outside of my window of comfort, so we will not be launching today. Uh, so that is unfortunate, and it looks like they will be trying again on Tuesday. Tuesday, today. Today is Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> Tuesday uh, at 6.47 p.m. Eastern Time, so I'll be, I'll be watching again to see if that happens. Because uh, uh, this is now going to be the fourth attempt to launch. Uh, this is the sort of stuff that happens. Again, as somebody who's used to launches, you know, like, oh, why can't they launch the rocket? Blah, 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 blah. No, this is very... This is more common than you really see. Ooh. I also hear a skeleton. I see a spider, but I also hear a skeleton, so we're going to keep on walking. Um, so, yeah, this is very common stuff. Specifically, this is a new Falcon 9 rocket. They're using a different super cold type of fuel that is a little bit more specific. It's more, I think it's more uh, efficient, but it's also very specific as to its conditions for a proper launch and, and lighting of the engines. So there's some tighter constraints. They're also trying to turn around and land back on the barge, of course, is another, another thing, so... Uh, yeah, you gotta have patience. If you remember, it's also like the five-year anniversary-ish, five or six or something, of uh, STS-133, the space shuttle, the last flight of Discovery, which I went down in October to see, and it got 
scrubbed and delayed until the following February. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we're used to these delays as people who watch and uh, follow spaceflight. Uh, it's really, it, it's not like, a, oh, things are seriously wrong. It's, it's, it's part, part of the, part of the, the, the game. Part, part of the deal you sign up for, I suppose. Ooh. Nice little vista cliff face to find as we walk through the previous cliff face there. Ooh, it was a floaty bit. Floaty bit! But yeah, we'll be keeping our eyes on that. Also Tuesday, March 1st, today, theoretically, if you're watching this on that day, uh, is when Scott Kelly, astronaut Scott Kelly, is due to return to Earth from the International Space Station. Been up there for 340 days. They've marketed it as a, a year in space. Obviously, that's just shy of a year in space. But one of the longest duration uh, U.S. astronaut flights, specifically to the International Space Station. So he'll, he will be returning aboard the Soyuz today, theoretically, March 1st, Tuesday, March 1st. So that's something else to be watching for as well. That's, uh, you know, interesting news. For that as well, so there's some brief updates to space news. Woof! Hmm. This is a a nice little, uh, not not really little, but large cliff face. Interesting caves in and out of it. I'm not sure I'm walking in the most appropriate way through here. We're gonna get stuck. Oh, no, there's... no, no, there isn't a way through. All right, let's go over. When there's not a way through, you must go over. And or around, I guess, but... Either way, that works. Woof! All right, let's try to find a place for a nice elevated hidey hole. Wow, this whole... area is quite... mountainous... mountainous area of cliffitude. Um, well, I was hoping to get a little bit of a vantage point. Let's try to get up here really quick. Got a bunch of dirt. We can do it. We can do it. Boop. 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 Beep. Yeah, this'll do. This'll do quite fine. Ooh. Hi, Wolfie. <laughs> Careful now. There's a bunch of... There's a bunch of danger nearby. Danger is abound. Alright, let's go to sleep. And, oh, a, a little elevated lake there on the side of the mountain. That's neat. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. <laughs> that was a weird way to say it. Uh, oh, man. Well, careful, Wolfie. All right, let's go that. Ooh, maybe not this way. Um, You know what? I carry around buckets of water. I should use them from time to time. Are we good? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> ah! Wolfie said we're good. Pushed us off. Well, I guess that bucket of water staying up there. And Wolfie spawned down here. Good. Good job. Well done. Um, yeah, another thing that's happening today, Tuesday, March 1st, is uh, without much real advertisement or fanfare, I have decided to attempt a stream-a-day situation. Stream-a-weekday. Stream-a-weekday. Monday through Friday, as something I, I wanted to do 
at the beginning of the year anyway, I kind of teased and never got around to due to different things that came up, but March seems to be a good month to attempt a stream a weekday over at twitch.tv slash KurtJMac. Obviously, Twitch Tuesday was a good day to start that since I'd be streaming anyway. But yeah, I'm, oh, let me just do that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do that. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, hoping to live stream something. Trying to think of theme days. I talked about this before. Little themes with the days. Uh, what's this Wednesday or random Wednesdays for some uh, maybe random uh, indie games? Walking Wednesdays. Somebody suggested walking simulators. I don't know that there's that many walking simulators to do, but uh, Throttle Thursdays for racing games. Farlands Bus Fridays, where I will. Uh, I'm planning on. It'd be neat to to record Saturday's episode live before a studio audience on Twitch. And then hopefully also kind of spur some additional donations to Child's Play Charity at farlandsbus.com to get that number closer to our, our goal. Um, I'm not sure. Minecraft Mondays seems a little bit redundant, but uh, there's, there's always that. But uh, yeah, hoping to do that. So that'll be fun, I think. Hopefully I can survive. I have no real schedule figured out, as I never do. Uh, partly wanting to try this to try to get myself into more of a Monday through Friday work schedule. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll hurt. I don't know. But uh, we'll we'll check that out and try it out and and see what we can do with that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think <laughs> we'll see. I've never attempted such a thing. Uh, I mean, the most I've streamed simultaneously in a row is for Flavathons, and that at the most was a three-day endeavor. So the the stream-a-day situation uh, should be should be interesting. What should I? I feel like I should name it something like get a get a nine to five <laughs> nine to five stream a day. Although it's not going to be nine to five is the problem there. Get get a Monday through Friday job. Commute commute to to Twitch job. Yeah, I don't know. Stream a day. Stream a day works. Stream a weekday. So we'll stick with that. Surfing! Woo! Well, that boat didn't hit with such force that it should have broken, but I guess so. Alright, let's use some of these sticks. Pop, 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 pop. Speaking of also uh, Minecraft 1.9 coming out, Dr. Brian Lorgon 111 just posted his announcement video for Minecraft Bingo 3.0, so go check that out. A new and improved and updated and feature feature filled version of Minecraft Bingo for for uh, Minecraft 1.9, the combat update as they're calling it, should be an interesting thing. I've not uh, I've yet to try that version of Minecraft Bingo, uh, as there are a lot of differences now with that and improvements. Like I said, so that that'll be interesting to try. Uh, of course, also in 1.9, so you got to take into account all the new mechanics and. Crafting recipes, and I don't think there's that many crafting recipes that are new, but just... It's a, it's a whole new, possibly not as good game. <laughs> oh, man. What a what a, what a, what a, a cranky curmudgeon I am. Kurt Mudgeon? Nah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I've rambled long enough. Let's get to some questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. An anonymous donor asks, do you have a favorite GIF? I really like the one you posted recently in reply to Anasia where a dog had a piece of paper blown into its face. That's my favorite recent one. I can't remember. I think somebody just posted that to Twitter who I was following or retweeted it who said, this is the greatest gif ever. And it was. It's hilarious. 
I don't know if I have a favorite. Uh, I have started to collect a few in a in a GIF folder uh, in my documents, just like reactions, because you can post them to Twitter or whatever um, that are funny or or whatever. But I've not really accumulated a favorite or anything like that. There is, I did find one, it's a very long one, of the Simpsons scene where Homer mixes a soda with a bag of uh, Pop Rocks and then throws it at a crowd of attacking uh, people and then it explodes in slow motion and he jumps out of the way like uh, action. I can't remember even what episode that's from. Uh, people were running after him out of like a convention hall for some reason. But that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I've I've yet to find a situation, however, where where I could use that. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't have a don't have a don't have a favorite. I'm afraid I can't can't quite say I'm the GIF aficionado, animated GIF aficionado, quite yet. Viperion NZ. Look at all these neat cliff faces we're coming across today. Uh, that's not what Viperion said. But uh, they ask a, a series of questions here, specifically about Farland's busts. Where did you pick up your crazy habits from in the season? Well, they just were things I started to do and I continued to do. I'm assuming you're talking about like the elevated hidey hole, uh, maybe about the things I say, like Indeed or Careful Wolfie, uh, strange words that I use throughout most of my series. Like the word series is, is that a habit? Uh, it's just how any other habit forms. I mean, looking back at something as simple as the floating block of ice, it was just a random thing I found back, I forgot even what episode that was. I said something stupid, and then the fans, you guys picked it up as a, as like a, a thing to remember. Somebody made a, a remix of the song, and it just became a thing. So now whenever there's a floating block of anything, I gotta do that. Same thing with... Pink sheep. I'm pretty sure I passed up a bunch of pink sheep before without much of a mention, but the one time I said pink sheep, pink sheep, it stuck. So that's that's why we gotta that's where we gotta keep going with it. So it's just you know that that's just how that's how that cookie crumbles. That's that's another one. Uh, it's just a random saying that I continue to say over and over and over again. Perhaps it's uh, you know what I probably should just make a new set of shears since mine broke. So let's do that. Uh, that's <laughs> how how any sort of habit forms, I suppose. I suppose in this case, though, there's a little bit of the the viewer influence. Like I said, when viewers pick up on something and make it into a uh, a meme, I suppose, then I'll I'll end up playing off of that more appropriately, or a little bit more with a little bit more vigor. Why do you only eat bread and only feed Wolfie raw pork chops? I mean, uh, doggy treats. Because they're easy to come by. I don't have to cook. You know, I'm not going to kill a bunch of cows and then have to make a furnace that I don't have and cook a bunch of stuff. Just like if I cooked a raw pork chop, it actually turns into the actual cooked pork chop texture. uh, The way this texture pack works. Um, bread is easy to come by because I find it in uh, dungeons, spawners, same thing with the wheat, I'll just keep a bunch of wheat on me. Uh, food doesn't stack also in this version of the game. Food doesn't stack, so it's not good for me to just hold on to a bunch of food taking up inventory sp- slots. So just the thing that does stack is weak. Is weak? Wheat. Wheat. 
and I can turn that into food at any time I, I doth need it to reg regain them hearts. Why do you always pick up broken boats but never break the boats yourself to recycle uh, the materials? Well, that's why, because I've almost got a stack of sticks. If I broke every boat I used, I would have more sticks than I know what to do with. And uh, it's really, you know, getting one or two pieces of planks is not as... Uh, the return on investment, I suppose, is what I'm getting at. The, it's not as resourceful as just chopping down trees and getting my planks that way. That was scary. Careful, Wolfie. Oh! oh, oh, oh. I didn't think he was going to make it. I was going to go down that uh, little corner edge that I almost went down myself. What's your fascination with spawners? Well... This thing <laughs> is fascinating. Finding unusual items. Also, that's kind of my main source for iron and, again, wheat. Food for myself. They're kind of neat things to look into. In this version of the game, there aren't any structures or other things to look forward to. So, so dungeons and spawners are uh, thing, point, points of interest for me. Uh, the first spawner I found was actually after I started walking to the Far Lands. Ooh, that kind of reminds me of Eidolon, doesn't it? Like, off in the distance. When you can, like, see something on the horizon and you're not sure what it is. Huh. Um, yeah, the first spawner I found, I can't remember when it was, but I built a house on top of it. And uh, I think I kind of took a little bit of a video break there. I think I might have gone on vacation. And then when I came back is when I transformed into the 11th do or the 10th Doctor from the 11th Doctor. Um, so, yeah, there's kind of a... A little bit of a... Uh, not as much of a history, but yeah, they're, they're the interesting things to find here in this version of the game. And you can find some awesome things in the uh, the chests that they that they hold. So that's my fascination with spawners. Why an elevated hidey hole is the last question, but not at the end of the episodes. I've answered this before, but elevated hidey hole uh, because it protects me from spawns. Uh, provides me a place to spawn if I were to ever die and or when I wake up. Uh, they're easy and quick to build. Uh, but at the end of the episode, I do need to, to wrap up. I do need to save and exit the game. So it's a little bit more secure. Uh, a nice round way to end an episode. And uh, gives me a place to sit down and craft the following episode's beds and whatever else I need. So that that's why that's the way that cookie crumbles, if I can call back another thing I just mentioned. Let's go to sleep on this elevated hidey hole and continue in the morning. And awakeness. I'm just going to say it differently the entire episode. Right, Wolfie? Uh, unimpressed. Woof. Pythor. <laughs> Some sort of evil genius. Pythor229 says, I just found out I'm gluten intolerant. So now I must look out for the gluten certified or certified gluten free symbol on packages. Because you're an expert on the gluten freeness, and I was wondering, do you have any tips to share? Well, the certified gluten free symbol, uh, you know, is typically, you know, just a shortcut. Just an, you know, if a product has that, or has even the words gluten free, like now there's a law that requires, even if you you don't need to have the seal or the certified, if you have the words gluten-free on your package, 
then it has to be backed up by the fact that, yes, it is gluten-free. There are less than five parts per million or whatever uh, of, of gluten to be found. It is made in a wheat-free environment or whatever. Uh, it used to be you could just slap that on without any sort of how do you do. But, uh, yeah, now it doesn't have to be that certified stamp or anything. If the words say gluten-free, then you can... <laughs> Unless they're Cheerios, <laughs> which they came out with, all Cheerios are now gluten-free. Whoops, there's gluten in them from, from the plant in California. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, you can be a little bit rest assured that it is gluten-free. There are products, however, that don't list gluten-free on their packaging, but they are gluten-free, simply because they don't want to go through the extra step of measuring for that five parts per mil uh, gluten-freeness. Um, but they, 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 they are and can be uh, gluten-free. Uh, a lot of times just searching online, is this and that gluten-free? And you'll come up with an answer from whatever website or forum uh, posts that. Um, but yeah, the, the words gluten-free on a product are kind of just a, a shortcut. They're like, oh, okay, this, this is all right. Uh, otherwise, you got to start looking at, looking at the backs, looking at the ingredients of things. And specifically watch out for modified food starch. If something says it has modified food starch and doesn't specify what kind of food starch, uh, it's probably best to stay away from. If it says modified corn starch, modified potato starch, then that's okay. But a lot of times when it's listed as modified food starch, it's very likely it could be wheat starch. It could be one of the other ones that are safe, but because they don't specify, you don't know. So you got to stay away from uh, keep an eye out for weird stuff, too. A lot of, uh, taco mixes. The dry taco mix pouches. A lot of those have gluten, wheat in them. Um, McCormick recently came out with a gluten-free version. Uh, it's, it's like a filler. It, it thickens the sauce. It thickens the sauce, my friends. Uh, so, yeah, the, you gotta look out for, you know, weird, crazy stuff like that. Your, your soy sauces, your, uh, kind of... Stir-fry sauces. Soy sauce is made from wheat, unless you find a gluten-free variety. So, uh, you just, it, it just comes with learning, I suppose, uh, that uh, what, what to look for um, and, and what to find. And, uh, you know, it's hard to say. Find, find a grocery store that has a dedicated gluten-free area. That always helps. There's a, lot, there's a lot of pumpkins here. Weren't we all astonished by a big pumpkin patch previously? Now let's count how many are here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, which ones did I count already? Damn it! This is so hard. To, so hard! I should chop them all down, maybe. And count. Yep, we're doing that. What was the, the record before? 20? 19? 18? I don't remember. It was a lot. It might have been like 20-something. Then I made the pyramid, remember, out of them? I don't know that this is gonna be that. We got 10! Got 10, everybody. We're into double digits. Yeah, this one might be... I'm saying 17. That's my bet. I'm, I'm sure I could count right now. Well, it's not gonna be 17. Ah, uh, 19. This has been counting with Wolfie. <laughs> 19 pumpkins. 19. Yeah, I can't remember what. It was 20-something, wasn't it? 
It was like the biggest pumpkin patch ever, and we were all amazed, and much happiness was had. Let's make the end of the episode hidey hole out of pumpkins. <laughs> just cause. Just because. Um, so yeah, I think that answered that question. Do you have any tips to share? I mean, yeah, you just gotta... It comes with practice. It comes with practice and also... kind of educating the people who are near you. Certainly if, if other people are purchasing food for you for your household, it helps to make them aware that they need to look as well instead of just assuming, oh, I thought this was gluten-free. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. It says right there. Contains wheat or produced in a facility that also processes wheat, so it might not be safe. Depends on how serious your uh, gluten intolerance or celiac is, I suppose. I've been okay in situations where it's like, okay, there's no ingredients let's say wheat, but it says it was produced in a facility. I've gotten by, uh, but then again, certain situations where something says it's gluten-free and it doesn't mix well or something, or something, something wacky happens, so. Good, good luck with that. Good luck. Oh, here we go. This is one I meant to answer this this time. Arrow said, uh, I just uh, have some ideas for your stream-a-day schedule. Oh, thanks. I was just talking about this. How convenient. How about Walking Simulator Wednesday? Walking Simulator Wednesday. This is obviously the person I heard it from. Uh, throwback Thursdays for older games like the original Tomb Raider. Well, I don't have it quite figured out how to uh, play on my PlayStation 2 yet. Uh, so we'll figure that out. Um, would you ever consider doing a Let's Play of The Witness? Uh, probably not. Uh, I'm not huge on those mathematical, geometrical, puzzle kind of, they're almost trivia games. I mean, I kind of, I enjoyed the Portal games a bit, but I mean, those were more platform puzzles, you know, than, than say, like, I don't, like, I don't know, I, I've, I've only watched a few people play a few moments of The Witness, and I'm like, nah. I don't know. This isn't that grand. It's kind of somebody oh, so who who said somebody I was watching a stream and somebody said it's like the entire game is uh that level in in the first Tomb Raider where you're searching all around the level for for days and days and days and it just happened to be this one little hole that you can crawl through that's hidden behind the vines or whatever but that's the entire game of the witness is just puzzle after puzzle that's like that something so so hidden, yet so simple or obvious uh, that you just hate yourself after you finally figure it out or you have to look it up to figure it out or whatever. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to say I'll avoid that one. Sorry, I know it's it's a popular one right now on the YouTubes and Twitches. Ooh, more pumpkins! It's the pumpkin collection day here on Farlands of Bust. Bring out your pumpkins! Bring out your pumpkins! I think I am going to be able to make an entire hidey hole out of pumpkins. Whoops, didn't pick this one up. Boink. What's this crazy guy doing with all these pumpkins? Why can't I hold all these pumpkins? Ugh. Ooh, that's a fire. Uh, I need a boat. There we go. Uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Arrow feels like it would be right up my alley. Nah. 
No, <laughs> I feel like I would get frustrated. I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of puzzle puzzles. Like even we played Cairo, that got on my nerves quite a bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll not be doing that. Giggling Madman asks, have you ever gotten into handicrafts like woodworking or origami? Watch out for the iceberg right ahead. Or origami. And if so, what were your best creations? Hmm. No, not really. For a while I was into making paper airplanes, but like not just foldy paper airplanes. There were these kits that came with like the pre-die-cut uh, things that you stamped or glued together and to, to make like realistic like here's the spirit of St. Louis or here's a, a, a B-2 bomber uh, and they would actually be paper airplanes that flew quite well. I, I had quite the collection of those uh, that were uh, pretty cool or whatever but that was really just follow the instructions and make this similarly with models, model cars, model airplanes. I was into that a little bit but only ended up again getting Getting a bit frustrated uh, when I didn't have X, Y, Z, or this piece broke, or whatever. Not, not the best. Again, with the puzzles, you get frustrated really quick. It's like a, it's like a puzzle with instructions that are very confusing and difficult to follow for a kid. So no, I really never got into. I mean, I liked shop class, I suppose. Uh, you know what? Let's make the hidey hole here. Have a seat, Wolfie. Where'd you go? I, I lost you in the sand, in the snow, whatever this stuff is. You know what I can do? I can use I can use the F, and then uh, oh, I don't know honestly that I'm gonna have enough. I could put torches in all these theoretically. Good. Uh, let's, uh, excuse me. Oh, no, sheep. No, no, this is my hidey hole. Get out of here, you screw. All right. <laughs> the illuminated hidey hole. <laughs> this is a bit much, isn't it? Excuse me, excuse me. Sheep, 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 sheep. Don't make me, don't make me put Wolfie on you. I'll get you murdered. Get, get out of the way. All right, then we only got four left. Uh... I do need a roof. All right, this is this is getting quit. Quit. This is getting quite, uh, quite intense for us here. Let's. All right, and then uh, the top is gonna have to be dirt. You there? Place. What a wacky, weird hidey hole we've made here, isn't it? Isn't it? All right, that works, I guess. I suppose I should have. Is this bright? I don't even know if that this is bright enough down here. Uh, let's close ourselves off. Oh, that is not closed off at all. <laughs> Whoa! I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> so bright. Uh, you know what I want to do? I need. Make this one into a torch as well. Just because I don't feel like it's bright enough here. Uh, 
I'm gonna put down torches. Just because I'm not too sure. Oh, actually... Yeah, I don't know about how the ground is, but uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, I think I answered all those questions, didn't I? Didn't I? Can I... Just because this is the weird and wacky, wild, crazy hidey hole of the end of the episode. Uh, let's make some beds. Yeah, but handicrafts... I was always good with uh, building things, you know, Lego and whatever. And uh, electronics, I took some electronics classes, made a little, couple of robots, made a distortion box for my electric guitar when I had one. But uh, in general, didn't really get too much into uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, to, to have called it at all like a, a hobby or something I would continually do. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this place. <laughs> Burn out your retinas. Hope you brought a sleeping mask. Um, yeah. So I think that uh, wraps up this episode of Far Lands of Bust. We will be watched over by this creepy, creepy, glowy face from this pumpkin. And uh, keep going to farlandsofbust.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. Remember to tune in uh, Fridays, twitch.tv slash Mac, hoping to successfully do Flob Fridays, record an episode, maybe an extended episode for Saturday of Far Lands of Bust. But of course, if you miss that, then don't worry, it'll be the Saturday episode of Far Lands of Bust. And uh, yeah, hopefully that uh, is an interesting thing we're going to try out. Hopefully I don't fail at it. <laughs> so, thank you so much for watching. This has been episode 565 of Far Lands of Bus. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <sighs> <sighs>